And we're live. Welcome, everyone, to The Awakened Catholic Show. I am your host, Nick Delatore. Today I have with me the spookiest Catholic author you've ever encountered. His name is Anthony Barone Colink. Thanks for being on the show with me today, Tony. Thank you. I appreciate being here. Can I call you here. Tony? Is that Please, all right? I insist. All right, brilliant. But if you look him up on Amazon or wherever this is available, which we'll get to, it's Anthony Barone Colink. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a great show for you today. He's written a three-part series up to now. The third one just came out, and uh, I'm personally very excited. I love fiction. I know my wife does, too, so we will definitely be looking into this personally. Uh, all of that, that great content, the great conversation we're about to have about the spookiest Catholic books you can buy is coming up right after this. Welcome, everyone, to The Awakened Catholic Show. I am your host, Nick Delatore. And before we get into this conversation with Tony, I got to let you know that this episode and all of our presence here at the Momentum 21 Conference with the Catholic Marketing Network is made possible by Select International Tours, the sponsors of, of this episode and everything that we've been doing here, all of the episodes, all of the live streams we've been doing. If you don't know about Select, you better fix that by visiting selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. You can learn about the two pilgrimages we're taking with them this year. I'm going on one to the Holy Lands myself with my wife, Alina, that you could join us for. Uh, and there's so many more happening. Um, so many great speakers and authors and podcasters that are uh, going with Select, the premier pilgrimage company in the United States. Make sure to check them out. Once again, that's selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Tony, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad to have you here. Truly, when when you're uh, is she your assistant or your agent or uh, what is the uh, Kathy Nipper is she's a your Kathy. publicist your for publicist. Loyola Press. Okay, who is uh, working with me along with some other authors, and she's very good at what she does. Okay, fantastic. Well, when your publicist approached our, our booth and she says, "Listen, I'm representing this uh, this author who wrote a, Catholic, a series of Catholic fiction uh, books." Um, immediately my interest was perked because my wife and I love fiction. She's in the middle of, uh, actually, she just sent me a message a little bit ago today that she's rereading one of the Chronicles of Narnia books. Um, and, you know, we just, we love getting into this stuff. And I was just like, are you freaking kidding me? Of course we're going to talk about these fiction Catholic books. Um, so so where, where did this start? Like, what gave you the idea to, have you always been an author, number one, and, and an author of this kind? Okay, so like so many others, I have written my whole life, most of it, Trash, but not this. <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh, no, but uh, as a kid, you know, of course, writing, you know, I was, I was knocking off Star Wars and uh, Lord of the Rings like uh, you wouldn't believe. But um, I uh, went into the Air Force. I spent 21 and a half years uh, in the Air Force. I actually retired as a JAG. Uh, I now teach law um, at wow. the University of North Texas College of uh, Law, their uh, Dallas College of Law. But uh, I've been writing this series, The Harwood Mysteries, for about 15 years. Uh, Loyola picked it up a few years ago, and uh, the first one, uh, Shadow in the Dark, came out last July. Haunted Cathedral, book two, uh, came out in February of this year, and literally just this month, uh, The Fire of Eden, uh, book three was released. Book four is going to be next year. So this is Shadow in the Dark, if it'll get in focus yes, here. Yes, you got to look, I mean, the covers that Loyola put together for yeah. this are incredible. That is beautiful. And then we have The Haunted Cathedral, yeah, book two. Which is book two, right? Yeah. February. Gorgeous. And then the one that just came out, The Fire of Eden. Fire of Eden with that Gandalf-looking uh, wizard character on the front. I love that yeah, cover. Yeah, that is super cool. And, and do you have uh, a title yet for, for book number four? Well, I have my title. I don't want to say anything because okay. Loyola might decide not to go with it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, that that is just super exciting. Um, and what was the... 
like, give me an overview, a synopsis of the plot. Yeah, so this is, it's actually historical fiction for teens and tweens, kind of a mystery adventure series, if you will. It takes place in 12th century England. So we're in about 1184 AD. My main character is uh, Alexander or Zan, uh, who's 11 years old in book one. And his best friend, Lucy, uh, is also uh, throughout the series about the same age with him. And so what winds up happening in Shadow is we have some pretty tragic events go on in Zan's village. Uh, it's attacked by bandits. He winds up uh, uh, at this abbey, this Benedictine abbey uh, called Harwood Abbey. And that's where we get the title, The Harwood Mysteries. So and in book one, one uh, yeah, Shadow in the Dark, uh, basically Zan, he loses his memory. He doesn't know what's going on. Where's my family? Why am I at this abbey? Because he gets found by the monks. And then there's this kind of spooky, shadowy figure walking around the abbey grounds at night, <laughs> spooking the little kids yeah. uh, who are at the abbey with him. And he's trying to figure out, what does that have to do with anything? The bandits are attacking the abbey. So there's all, this, all these various things going on, and he's trying to figure out, what does this have to do with me? And then more importantly, he's also trying to figure out, why is you know, God allowing this to happen? You know, the monks talk about God's will. And he's like, well, what do you mean God's will? You know, like, what's, what's happening in my life? And so mm -hmm. book one has a, a lot about suffering, too. And, you know, and the whole series is really about vocation. You know, what does God want me to do with my life? Wow. Um, because Dan's going to have some decisions. And Lucy, too. You know, should I become a monk? Should I not? Uh, should I marry? Should I go become a merchant with my uncle? I mean, there's all these decisions that he has to make. But so book one is sort of that shadow mystery um, and I guess this might be a good place to say uh, book one has done very well with awards. You can see I've got a few of the stickers on there, but oh, it's yeah. won six book awards, including the Association of Catholic Publishers and the Catholic Media Association uh, and, uh, and, and four others. And so it's done very well with... Uh, you know, with the reviewers, and um, I'm very thrilled with that. I keep holding them up so that as you're talking about them, the audience knows yes. what, to, what to look for yes, when they're looking it up. Yes, please do. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, so uh, so that by was the way, book one. Before, before we move on to book two, uh, someone watching the live stream, his name is Pete, says, thank you for your service to our country. I agree. I, oh, thank you, and uh, I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, I can tell you the Air Force probably uh, was better to me than I ever was to the Air Force. They actually put me to law through law school. Oh, wow. And so thank you, Pete, because the taxpayer helped make me a lawyer. <laughs> thank you. Well, well, then me too. Yes, and I'm sorry. Thank yeah, you. Okay, thank uh, you. I pay my taxes. Sorry, I didn't realize that. I thought you might have been a tax evader. Oh, gosh. Do, do I give <laughs> off that vibe? <laughs> no. Um, all right, so let's talk about book two. Book two, Haunted Cathedral. So... This is really a book about forgiveness because Zan winds up traveling from the Abbey to Lincoln, England, where uh, Lincoln Cathedral is located. There's a major historical event. I actually uh, based the series partly around this big event that takes place in book two. I won't tell you about it because it would spoil the ending. Um, but it takes place in Lincoln Cathedral in 1185 AD. So Zan has to travel to Lincoln with the bandit who killed his family. And so this band is kind of repentant but Zan is not in a forgiving mood. And so uh, book two is a lot about forgiveness versus hatred. He's struggling with that as he's trying to figure out, is this cathedral haunted by the ghost of a little girl? Mm. And if it is, maybe I can get this ghost to help communicate with my family who I've lost. Wow. And so he's got that whole thing going on and he's, he's talking to the monks, you know, well, what's the difference between a ghost and a saint? And so the, those kinds of conversations go on in That's the book. Awesome. It's kind of interesting. Um, and it's, it's an exciting book. Uh, 
really good one. Uh, Maybe my favorite of the three so far, I'll tell you the truth. Okay. Except for book four, which hasn't come out. (laughs) That might be my new favorite. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So then book three. So book three, Fire of Eden. This is a jewel thief, uh, you know, uh, mystery. uh, Who stole the thief? Who done it? Um, Zan travels to another uh, uh, monastery called Grenton Priory. Um, with Brother Andrew, his mentor, and it's Brother Andrew's ordination. It's going to take place at this priory, and uh, Brother Andrew actually comes from money uh, before he gave up all of his money to become a monk, and this, uh, this jewel that belongs to his family, Eden's Fire is the name of the jewel, hence the title, The Fire of Eden. It's not a romance book. Don't get it confused. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and, and it gets stolen on the eve of Brother Andrew's ordination, and amongst the potential, uh, you know, thieves is this wizard-looking guy, looks like Gandalf a little bit, yeah. um, who's living not far from the Abbey, the magician. Um, and so they're trying to figure out who stole this, uh, this jewel. And Zan and Lucy, at the same time in this book, um, are trying to figure out what am I going to do with my uh, life? You know, uh, Lucy has to determine is she going to become a nun and go back to the convent? Zan uh, has an uncle who he met in Lincoln, who it turns out he could go be a merchant's apprentice with him. That's a big decision. Or does he stay with the monks and become uh, a, a novice monk? So there's also that kind of you know, vocational thing going on here. That's awesome. So yeah. w- what would you compare the writing style and the storytelling? Uh, is, are there any other book series or, or you know, standalone books that you would compare, like in case someone has a reference point, you know? So when I wrote these books, um, I had a 12-year-old son. We were homeschooling. We were a homeschooling family. I've got five kids. I should have mentioned that. Four, four daughters and a son. And uh, Harry Potter was in its full glory. And I yeah. said, you know what? I'd love there to be like a Catholic series that would have the same kind of a vibe oh, of Harry and Potter. Oh, does it? Which it totally does. It's okay. got the, the same fast-moving kind of a plot. It's got the kind of spookiness of things, except it doesn't involve actual witches and wizards. It involves, you know, 12th century monks and, uh, and bandits and things like okay. that. But uh, so that was the vibe I was going for. I wanted it to be accessible to teens and tweens today. And, you know, cause there's some great literature from way back when, but it's a little bit stale compared to how our kids read today. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's got that vibe, but I also wanted it to have like this sort of good, you know, religious themes. Some of you might not know about Brother Cadful, uh, the uh, Ellis Peters series of books about a monk who used to solve mysteries. It was very popular. Oh, they I have heard of that. Brother Cadful. So I always thought of this as like Harry Potter meets Brother Cadful. It's kind of how I put it well, in my Well, my kids mind. right now are super into Harry Potter. So you're talking my language, baby. Yes. I mean, and, and, and that's, and, and the kids who read it, um, and of course, you know, you don't hand it to them and say, hey, there's a religious book, right? Of course not. It's, you say it's a story. It's an excellent story. Because that's primarily what it is. It's a, uh, it's a mystery adventure with a lot of really cool stuff. And, and it's a little spooky, so that's why I would say nine or 10 years old, may, mostly because, you know, you don't want to spook out the tiny little kids in the house because yeah, there's yeah. some spookiness in there. Okay, all but, right. But, uh, yeah, so the kids like it for that. And then the parents, like you, they're like, yeah, but check out all the really cool theology and, you know, location yeah. and all these other things. It's like you can circle back afterwards and say, now now look at what these deep, profound things that were happening, you know, look at this. Yeah, and then, yeah. and the monk, uh, the main monk is Brother Andrew, and the main nun is Sister Regina, and they are very, very wise. I mean, and, and so they are able to give Zan some great advice. I appreciate that you advice. gestured to me when you said wise. They're very wise, yeah. like yourself <laughs> and, 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 your, and your wife, I'm sure. And so, uh, you know, 
you get some good, like the things that I would want to tell my kids, mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of sometimes come out of the mouth of the, the monk and the nun. Uh, Beautiful. Here. That's so. awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, yeah. Tony, great work in, in putting this together. I love what inspired it, too, was your own kids and the desire for them to have something like this. So. Yeah, and I want to actually give you some information you might not have, have recognized because you talked about Catholic fiction. Of course, you know, I'm part of the Catholic Writers Guild. We have a big presence here. But for those uh, families, those of you who have teens and tweens, and you're like, of course you're gonna buy, wanna get this series. Of course. But there are a lot of great Catholic fiction books out there. Hmm. Um, I work with 16 other very uh, devout, good Catholic authors on a website called catholicteenbooks.com. catholicteenbooks.com, check it out. There are so many awesome series out there. Some of them are like dystopian series. Some of them are modern wow. sort of high school series. Um, and a lot of our authors are here. Uh, you know, A.J. Catapan uh, has a, uh, you know, one of her famous books, Seven uh, Riddles to Nowhere, is about a kid at a, a Catholic school that's closing down, and he's got to try to, you know, do a fundraiser or whatever, or find something to keep it open. So there's a lot of good Catholic fiction out there. Yeah. I, you know, this is not the only series. I just know? punched that URL into the chat if you're watching the live stream, catholicteenbooks.com. Yes, and there's a lot of other things even outside of that, but for, especially for families. Yeah. When I was writing these books, I had no idea that there was other Catholic fiction out there, and there was a lot less of it when I started writing these. But now, families, they have some place they can go to Fantastic. and find it. Awesome. Well, yeah. Tony, or excuse me, Anthony Barone calling. It's been it's been awesome having you here. I'm super excited to dive in dive into these with my family. Uh, where can people find these? All right. So you can of course get them on Loyola Press's website. Um, you can go to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, ChristianBook.com, all of the usual places online. Um, what I always like to tell people, especially if I'm talking to Catholics, is go to your Catholic bookstore, ask them to stock it, or at least mm. order it, and give your business to mom and pop you know, Catholic who are struggling against the Amazons in the world right now. Um, but if you have to go to Amazon, and I go to Amazon a lot. Wow, uh, it's Tony. It's there. Wow. I know. Do you even care about the mom and pop shops? I know. I know. <laughs> I feel guilty, uh, but not guilty enough to stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> That's so, awesome. All yeah. right. Well, man, thanks so much for being here and, and for bringing these to the audience. And I'm excited. I hope that you viewers, listeners, if you're watching the live stream, or tuning in afterwards on the recording, make sure to check out uh, thecatholicteenbooks.com. Do you have a website personally? Uh, yes, it's antonycolink.com, or I also have theharwoodmysteries.com. Okay. You can find everything you need to know about the books there. Rock on, awesome. Tony, been great Thank to have you, you here, Appreciate brother. It. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I have been Nick Delatore. This has been Anthony Barone Kolink, and this has been The Awakened Catholic Show. And before we go, i got to let you know that this was all made possible by selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Please don't go before you, you hear me say this. Jesus loves you. <laughs>